0: Welcome to the Fear and Greed Afternoon Report for Wednesday, the 1st of March 2023. I'm Sean Aylmer. Like always, we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Story number one Economic growth in Australia printed at half a percent during the December quarter, taking the annual rate to 2.7%. Exports and consumers underpinned the result, which was weaker than expected. At least the quarterly number was. Inflation readings in the data were also better than expected all in all it shows that interest rates are starting to bite the australian economy story number two the SP asx 200 closed down just a touch today to finish at 7252 points there was a bit of movement among the large caps rio tinto was up nearly four percent bhp group jumped nearly three percent and fmg was up around two and a half percent on the back of strong economic data out of china it was the big miners really who saved the asx 200 from ending the day in the red. The banks were sharply lower, with Commonwealth Bank, National Australia Bank and Westpac all down at least 1.5%, the slower-than-expected growth rate and possible slowdown in rate rises, fingers crossed, worked against the bank stocks today. Another notable was Telstra, which fell 2.6%. Gold diggers, Ramelius Resources and Perseus Mining were among the best of the top 200, while Link Administration was the worst, down nearly 6%. Earnings season is over, Anywhere near as much corporate news around. A little bit, though. AMP says it will push back the date of the sale of its domestic real estate and infrastructure equity business to Dexas. That's one of the final pieces of the splitting up the once blue chip company. And Tyro Payments high-profile chair, David Fody, has resigned. Story number three, Downer EDI's Chief Financial Officer, Michael Ferguson, has resigned from the contractor two days after the group cut its full year earnings guidance and two months after the group disclosed accounting irregularities. Back on Monday, the stock fell 24% after its half-year result and investors demanded meetings with the service group's board. Now, long time downer, Chief Executive Grant Fenn, who has run the services group for more than a dozen years, retired after the company reported its results on Monday. He's been replaced by Peter Tompkins, the company's former Chief Operating Officer. Now, Ferguson, who's been down as Chief Financial Officer since late 2016, will leave over the next six months. That means two of the company's three most senior managers have gone. Story number four, Telstra boss Vicki Brady has begun outlining her strategy over the next decade for the telco, nominating growth in services to agriculture and non-traditional telco markets as a key focus. Brady, who took the job less than six months ago, also wants to position the company as a major partner of tech companies. She said Telstra is more willing to work with rivals on initiatives in the years ahead and aims to broaden its revenue base across industries as digitisation increases, according to a report in the Financial Review. She said Telstra needs to work with other companies and develop new skills itself to add layers of technology products and services on top of its networks. She nominated a plan from the Australian Farmers Federation to go from $75 billion in production today to more than $100 billion by 2030 as an opportunity to deploy so-called Internet of Things technology and other digital technologies. And finally, story number five. I mentioned it earlier in the show, in good news for Australia's miners, Factory activity in the world's second-largest economy has improved more than expected, sending regional share markets higher. The Manufacturing Purchasing Managers Index rose to 52.6 last month, according to the Chinese National Bureau of Statistics. What's that mean? Well, it's the highest reading since April 2012. A non-manufacturing gauge measuring activity in the services and construction sectors also improved. Both indexes beat economists' expectations. And it's the first clear evidence that the Chinese economy is rebounding post-COVID lockdowns and the eventual dropping of the COVID zero policy. So that is good news for Australian companies and also for the Aussie dollar that jumped on that news. That's it for the afternoon report for Wednesday, the 1st of March, 2023. Don't forget to hit follow on the podcast and find Fear and Greed on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Join Michael Thompson and I tomorrow morning for the Fast Five by Fear and Greed, the top five business stories you need to know in just five minutes. I'm Sean Alma. Enjoy your evening.